Is it better on setting number one? Or does it sound different on setting number two? Oh, number one. Setting setting number three. Setting number three is crisp. Yeah, but is it crisp or just louder? Louder? Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm Crisp. And I'm in Glover. Gross. (laughs) And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the topical tinsmith. I didn't forget it. You forgot it. Shut up. Uh, So, gentlemen, how are we? What's everyone up to? Al? Work. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! Woohoo! Work, work, work. Uh, Although I did have a spare evening where... um, I had signed up, inspired by the Fools for Schools fiasco, um, for a an online course. Um, I wanted to learn some new skills, um, and being the fact that we're locked down meant I couldn't go and do a workshop or anything. Um, so I chose an animation course. And what made it a little bit different is not that it's like it's using After Effects and stuff, but it's more about like the principles of animation. So understanding like 2D animation. So what they teach you at Disney or Studio Ghibli, you know, like how to how to make characters have sort of the the movement and expressions that that we associate with them. And I think that's the problem yeah. with a lot of modern animation and digital animation is that technically and graphically they look good, but they're not they don't have the emotion that we associate with hand-drawn animation. Mm-hmm. I think that's because a lot of people have kind of forgotten the principles, the basic principles of animation, um, and are just relying on the tech to kind of bring characters to life. So I remember in like the 90s, a lot of cartoon shows kind of turned to CGI because it was really yeah. cheap. Um, and they figured, you know, yeah, it's a bit shiny, but, you know, we've got the outline of the characters and they're doing the same things and we've got the same voice actors. Why all of a sudden does everything look soulless? And it's because they hadn't applied all these kind of um, the understanding, basically, of animation. So that's what I'm learning. Um, and it's a combination of like frame by frame animation, so literally hand drawing each frame, and digital animations so using like After Effects and stuff. It's super interesting. Oh. And it's like there's like six less six classes in the lesson, and I'm on, I'm not even finished the first one yet. <laughs> so it's <laughs> it's it's gonna be. A peach. Noise. That's exciting. That's yeah. Super cool. Uh, Brett, what about you? I have been... It's not as good as that. You're, you're fired, by the way. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, but see, I, 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 it's like blacksmithing stuff related, so you have to like it because... <laughs> um, no, so I, I, you know, with everything that's going on over here, everyone's been taking breaks or at least things feel like they're moving a bit slow because people are trying to you know take the time to be aware of what's going on or whatever i I don't want to get super into it but it is very apparent over here and there are certain days where things feel like you should just um maybe not work or maybe focus a little bit more on what's going on or check in on people see how things are doing um so Amidst all of that, I haven't posted a video in a few weeks um, because I wanted to get the Forge situation going, but it turns out all three of the projects that I was working on kind of um, intertwined with each other. So if you remember a few weeks back, I went to a uh, on a little field trip and went to a Forge with a blacksmith that's relatively close. And I got mostly done with the flatter that we mm-hmm. that we worked on there, but then realized that <clears throat> I couldn't heat treat it, and I needed the forge. And then I did the differential tempering, like you do, Steve, with with just a torch. Yeah. Um, but then realized that I I need to show the flatter at the end, or at least just hit it a few times to test it out because I'm all excited. Well, that means that I need to get the anvil stand done. So now I'm backed up three projects um, and then showed up to the workshop yesterday to deliver the anvil stand, which was the last piece in the puzzle. And 
did not charge my battery for my camera. No. And did not have my extra battery charger there. Like, I don't know where it went. <clears throat> so, didn't do a very good job prepping uh, to finish filming yesterday. But I got the anvil stand finished. The forge is finished. The anvil is on top of the anvil stand, which I'm, I'm still kind of surprised that I was able to do that by me lonesome because I've never really lifted my big anvil by myself, but we sure fucking did it yesterday. <laughs> um, and, and then filled the base with sand because it is hollow. And I was like, I don't know how much sand this is going to take, but it should be better if I make it heavier. And then <laughs> came to realize that <laughs> good Lord, it was a very heavy base and it doesn't move at all. So in the past where uh, Steve, we talked about, uh, during the axe making class where like all of the anvils were bouncing around or, you know, the yeah. bases weren't quite heavy enough. Um, whatever I did yesterday or whatever I've created, I love how the anvil stand turned out. I'm, I'm legitimately proud of how that build turned out. Yeah. Um, but good Lord, like as proof of concept goes, it totally works. As far as me comfortably moving it on its little wheel pulley system that I created, uh, <laughs> I need to be about Steve's size to maybe roll that around <laughs> a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> but nice. anyway, uh, so three projects done. Just need to do a, a teensy bit more filming and then start putting the projects up online. It gives me a little bit more uh, time to start working on the cabin too. Like if I have three videos yeah. stacked up, if I do every two weeks, which is usually what's just really comfortable for me to like, properly focus on the edits um, and posting. That means that I, I've got, you know, effectively a month's worth of content to put out for Skull and Spade. And I can Thanks. take a little bit more time and, you know, be a little bit more patient with my approach to Forged Home. Nice. They turned nice. my water off yesterday, which was nice. fun. So I got to get ready for it. When they do it for real. I showed up and there was a little <laughs> yellow note on the outside of my fence that just said, We've updated your meter. We've updated your <laughs> water to air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yesterday was a little bit of like a it didn't quite go according to plan, but <clears throat> I still feel good knowing that I I could technically start forging again. Which I'm super nice. excited about. That's awesome. Sorry, that I don't know why that Gave me the giggles, but I was saying about uh, updating the water to air really gave me the giggles, and I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's awesome, man. I'm I'm very glad that you will be uh, back at the anvil soon. Because so, so excited, yeah. And the yeah, stuff that you guys are producing just makes me like it makes me want to try some things, right? Not not necessarily mm. to uh, to steal the idea, but it's more like. I've never made something like the the forks before, you know, where yeah. you actually draw out the tines and you have to separate them. And things. there's some stuff that I'm seeing uh, the forge do that I feel like I could use a lot of practice just to get back into it. And there are things yeah. that you guys are doing that have been a bit inspiring, as nice. it were. Yeah, I mean the 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 beauty about doing the the forks is there's so many variations on them that you can do them pretty much with any stock that you have and forks are always useful i don't know why you don't make them with three times though it just doesn't make sense <laughs> <laughs> oh easy just split into three instead of two yeah it's nice uh cool steve, yeah, you you do, steve? Yeah, a pop filter pop pop fucking stereo uh yes i have i bought well the Bank of Fools has bought both myself and Mr. Al a lovely new Can microphone. You tell the sound quality so much better. It's so nice. The, the microphone's exactly the same. It's just the fact that <laughs> the, the stand isn't in three different pieces anymore. Um, but yeah, uh, what have I been up to? Uh, Make a say central got. Well, it's been postponed until next year now. So, so you've not yay! been. Up to that. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't do that. That was nothing to do with me. Uh, that was just, just, I had it written down as something that I needed to mention. Um, uh, the other thing, uh, you were talking about the Schools for Fools um, thing earlier on. So 
myself, Jamie, and the lovely Mr. Kiel um, have been uh, working on uh, basically automation of it, and we're we're looking at ways that we can kind of um, make it something that is sustainable that can uh, keep going with minimal kind of um, admin from our end, um, so that you know we're not having to um, constantly jump on and and sort stuff out um so that's been really good we've got some coding bits on the way i i say we kiel is doing most of the coding me and jamie just kind of hung on the hangout and distracted him with random stories um <laughs> but yeah that was really good uh and we're we've been talking a little bit about like the potential future for um for the schools for fools things um and yeah it's it's fun i mean i i have zero free time at the moment as as always so adding yet more things to it is probably not a good idea but that's why we're trying to get like as much of it automated now as as possible before we look at kind of expanding it in any way Um, how exciting is that like the idea that this school thing will continue to grow because it's something that we all realize has a ton of potential for sharing within our group or utilizing the people that we've got involved in our group. It's great. It's it's one of those where when it started, you kind of had people obviously, you know, modestly saying that, Oh, they didn't know if they, they, they they had the ability to teach a class or didn't realize I had any, you know, anything worth valuable sharing. And as it's gone on, so many more people have realized, Oh yeah, people would find this really useful. Or yeah. this one, this one piece of information I know they might not know. Just again, just not assuming things and taking things for granted. Actually, everyone's got really valuable resources. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And and the thing is, is we're we're talking about like uh, the potential to do. Um, uh, so you run a class for X amount of weeks, but just because you've done it once doesn't mean it's not worth doing again. Like Jamie's um, fusion class, we already have a few people interested in joining up if he does it again um so that they can start from the beginning and but also one-off seminars and things like that like the round table thing i did for um uh alan's friends the other day um and that was just like a an hour jump on go through the basics do a little bit of a q a and that's it like almost like a ted talk but far less uh production value um and uh and yeah, there's there's loads of potential for doing stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been really good. It's let's say it's not exactly um, something I have a huge amount of time to be able to put uh, effort into, but it's definitely something that feels like it's worth putting that effort into. Um, so yeah, I've been doing a bit of that. Uh, also on the kind of teaching front, um, one of my friends uh, up in Leeds, there's a. Um, uh, so this 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 friend he has a or had a friend uh, called Chris who is um, who uh, is Anvilar on YouTube and Chris took his life earlier in the week, um, which is why I said had, um, and so I've I've been um, speaking to to Jim a little bit about that um, because basically Chris's family uh, Chris had this really nice little forge set up in the really really uh, remote location it's absolutely stunning um and chris used to produce some wonderful looking stuff but um uh he like it, it became a big part of his identity um and now uh the family have kind of asked uh jim to um essentially to to keep the fires burning um and to keep things going um so jim's kind of inherited this uh this forge and Jim is a, uh, a um, uh, he's a builder by trade, or like a, he works on a construction site. Uh, but he's uh, he also runs the Yorkshire Pit. Uh, um, yeah, there you go, that Jim. Um, hmm. So it's going to be uh, interesting to see kind of how um, like see him kind of try and combine the two uh, things together. Um, so yeah, it's. It's it's been a weird week. It's had its ups and downs, um, but it's. I think there's kind of a lot of positives potentially coming out of it all. Um, nice. It yeah. does sound like a an appropriate 
sort of passing on as well. Like you said, yeah. fire's burning literally and yeah, exactly. Uh, a really nice match. Yeah. And um and yeah, I think it's much in the same way that uh, Chris found um blacksmithing to be a very therapeutic thing for him. I think Jim's gonna find uh, a similar sort of thing because Jim's always been interested in it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, I think this is kind of the kick up the arse he needed to to take it a bit more seriously. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, um going back a little bit to the the schools for fools thing um one of the things that we were talking about is let's say potentially doing um like seminars and things like that but there's there's quite a lot of people that have um like they've got a lot of uh knowledge and a lot of different subjects that they know but it's one of those like well you know if, if we were to get jim to do a class for example what would jim do a class on he he knows so many things so um like trying to find a subject or pick a subject or pick a topic um, is always something that's kind of kind of difficult. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's not as easy as just pulling a segue out of the air. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's uh, it's something that requires a little forethought. I mean, we must spend minutes, minutes, <laughs> <laughs> literal dozens. There are dozens of us. Um, but yeah, no, we, we every week we we go through the same thing where we'll all look at Al and go, oh, what are we going to talk about this week? Because <laughs> for some reason, Al is the. Uh, I think, I think we spent more time topics. thinking of thinking of a traditional tradesman that we can use as an alliteration. <laughs> First said subject. Yeah, this is true. Um, yeah, I mean, we've even got a, a Google sheets full of uh topic suggestions and we still struggle to come up with stuff well it's not um, that it's the, the challenge is there's some compelling subject matter on there but because we veer off fucking topic every week and then the title of the show becomes something completely different then the thumbnail <laughs> is even more detached from that come the week after i can't remember what we talked about so <laughs> times that by 135 i have no fucking idea what we've talked about on this show yeah um well what always gets me is when like <laughs> We record this on a Sunday. It gets released on a Wednesday normally, and uh, and then on a, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, people will be listening to it, and they'll drop me a message and be like, "Oh yeah, I totally agree with that thing that you said about the stuff." I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, I don't agree with what you said about that, Al. Uh, all right, good. <laughs> yeah. I was probably wrong anyway. Yeah, I was happy to to not receive any messages trying to uh verify what a sandwich is or you know people arguing that this isn't a sandwich or is a sandwich or whatever. <laughs> i didn't I, get any of that but i was kind really? of expecting it i, 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 I figure if anybody's gonna get it, it it'd be owl yeah owl. i got a, I got a bit of abuse <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> see most of mine were quite nice it was uh it was all like yeah that's totally right or whatever although uh, a couple of people uh, are, are with me on the cheese and jam thing. Nobody mm-hmm. has tried the uh, cheese and carrot thing yet. So. I mean, chutneys are technically just like tangy jam, isn't it? So, yeah, I can see where yeah. you're hey, from. Hold on. So I thought of this after we chatted uh, because I was I made a sandwich <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> I love how on. On we're just going to keep topic. talking about sandwiches for another week. Al, agree with me on this. Yes, certain sandwiches vis-a-vis. What visa v no <laughs> i e <laughs> i e the Philly when you when you prep the bread on the griddle, you do mm. not cut all the way through it is no, not two pieces of bread it's, yeah. it's a hinge this yeah. is super important. I just need people to realize I didn't I didn't get that you far in the conversation. You don't, you don't cut like a hot dog bun in half and have like two separate halves of a hot dog bun. But see, it happens all the time. Uh-huh. And that's what makes all the ingredients fall out. Like most of those sandwiches that are griddle top sandwiches, like you hinge the bread. There is a fucking reason. Yep. Yeah. I, I hear you. Amen. I wasn't done. I've been holding on to this for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Like the hinge itself, you were holding on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just nice segue. All right. So what were we talking about? Uh, you were going to tell us how you pick a topic for your videos. Yeah. So I can definitely take a crack at that first. Um, I, I feel like we've touched on it a few times before in terms of um, 
themed builds or or the yeah. prep work that goes into one of our builds that may have a little bit more of a storyline driven to it or like the full, full fly stuff um for me what tends to happen is something inspires me uh either in in just a generic youtube video watching or or like a piece of material or a chat with al you know when when we first started talking about the full metal al um it just it took me back into this younger state of mind where i watched a lot of anime or i was watching all of these cartoons and like oh my god i would love to try and build that thing that i remember from tv show x but movies and video games tend to be a big source of inspiration because I like the challenge of creating something that's not real or that is not necessarily practical. Um, I always want to try and figure out how you can make something either more of a utility piece, you know, like the, the anvil stand, which hopefully I'll get that video out soon enough. But the way that I constructed that is nothing new, but I was a bit inspired by, you know, Jim's mobile, mobile anvil stand and, uh, you know, the way Chris Zepp constructed his, I remember when I was looking up anvil stand videos and just seeing what else people were doing out there, Chris Zepp did one out of two by fours and just kind of like offset stacked them and then filled it with sand. And it's like, right. So I've seen people do, uh, ton of different approaches to to something as simple as it just needs to raise the anvil off the ground but is there a way to make it either look nicer or function a little bit better um as far as coming up with actual build topics that aren't some practical piece of tooling or shop kit Hmm. (laughs) i don't i don't really know what sparks that like that's kind of hard to describe like what made me want to make a puppet so that I could do a full video as a puppet to make a tiny dual glaive so, from would you would crystal. you well this is interesting cuz I I was just thinking then as you were talking is there a difference between the 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 topic and the subject matter to the theme do you know what I mean so like the theme is kind of the the dressing and the story that you put around it so you know I really want to make a full fly themed video. I've got no idea what it's going to be about. Yeah. So I don't know what the topic is. The topic could be metalworking or woodworking or, uh, you know, fabric work or electronics. Well, that might be an easier way to, to discuss it because maybe, maybe they are two different worlds. Mm. I kind of like, I like that Al. Cause I'm, I like cause, cause, because go sorry, because no, because I'm, I'm thinking, not, you know, look at your channel and you might have a spate of like maybe five blacksmithing videos in a row, but that's not because you're you're not seeing the medium as the the subject matter, you know. Because there'll be five very different projects with very different yeah. stories and very different techniques. So something else is changing you because you, you you're deliberately changing the story each each time, but the you know. The, so that, that 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 that's what's triggered it for me is because my videos are very very consciously like everyone trying to be different. Just yeah. that's kind of my shtick. Um, but it doesn't mean that in one of them I can't use electronics, or in one of them I can't. You know, is it a is it a, a horror themed alien video, or is it about pneumatics? Right. You know. So well, it's like what there's two. So do you two do you see, Do you see? The topic of, let's say, this example of you know five blacksmithing videos in a row, mm. I would say that the majority of those that was just, just book that number by the way, by the way, Dad. I'm not. Saying oh yeah, absolutely. It oversaturated but... with blacksmithing videos. No, That's no, not no. What I mean. But uh, you know, most of the time when I when I work on a series or I really want to get into metalsmithing for a, a stint of videos, mm. it's because I'm trying to practice or learn. So would the topic of that. Uh, regardless of whether whether the theme of the video adheres to it, the topic is really just me educating myself or learning, or this is practice. Is that the topic? Yeah, that's another curveball because, yeah, 
maybe there's more to it then. Maybe this is why it's so difficult to pick one. You know, Steve? format is different as well. So, like, we might have a a guest on, you know, and the topic is not always just let's talk about them. Mm. Well, so, in fact, we we tend to not just yeah. talk about them because, and we don't talk about fools. Our tools, yeah, even that's the name of this fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> Which every time I speak to Chris Cash, he complains to me about that. So, why aren't you talking about fucking? We talk about tools and restoring tools, but. Um, the, I think formats are really another really interesting one, Brett. Yeah, it it's uh, it's because that's the thing is it's not. It, I suppose it is top. Yeah, it, it's how do you define which like because like you say you can have a, a blacksmithing video that's all about uh, like funky animations and and shit and it's part of the Maker's Adventure series and it's got a whole thing behind it and actually the uh the the build itself like the build matter the build the thing that you make uh is kind of not very important or you could have um uh like our the the forge videos where you know we we've got a style we've got that and mm. the the topic the subject is very much is the thing that we're making the entire video is built around but the, the topic the topic of today's video was not skewers the topic was batch making I, i'd like that you picked up on that i also can't believe that you watched it we like uploaded like 10 minutes before we started well recording. yeah but the, i know but the delay was was kind and uh. <laughs> i was able to watch the end yeah so there's a there's a really good case in point the the video is titled skewer or whatever yeah but that's not what the video is about the video was about how you batch make things, how that translates from what Al used to do, how it relates to um, the industry in a small village, you know, yeah. all the things that are relevant. But the skewer was almost irrelevant. Yeah. You know, the skewer is not the issue here, man. <laughs> um, so I think on seeing that, it's really, there's a really clear distinction. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose you could almost liken it to, to because even in the fucking Forge videos, we can't help but go on to talking about food in them. Um, <laughs> which... yeah. The topic is always food. Yeah. Or <laughs> video games or animals or movies. Yeah. Well, it, it did make me laugh when I was editing uh, that, the fact that like I was trying to get that transition thing and the fact that I just started talking about food and I was like, oh, fuck, even with this. Um, <laughs> you can't get away with it. But but yeah, like if, you, if you're doing a... Um, so I suppose, yeah, it, it's a really weird thing because if you're doing, um, if you're cooking a chunk of meat, for example, um, you can have the same cut of beef, yeah, but you can cook it in a thousand different ways. Like uh, last night, I made, um, I did a rump steak, and it was just a little bit of salt and pepper, fried it both sides in the oven for five minutes whilst I got the rest of the stuff ready. Came out beautiful, lovely. Nom 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 nom. Tonight, there's Matthew. one that's got like a, a almost like a Mexican sort of um, marinade going on with it. Um, it's going to sit there. It's going to come out. It's going to be fried in much the same way, but then it's going to be cut up into little strips and it's going to go inside some uh, tortilla wraps. It's going to have some slow roasted peppers with it. It's going to be yum, 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 yum. Um, so it's still delicious. It's still <laughs> exactly the same cut of steak or cut of meat, but it's a completely different um a different style different thing like where you know what what is the what's the definition between the a video's style versus its topic versus its subject matter versus its theme like it's it's weird but this no but this is <clears throat> this is a really helpful conversation because i get a lot of messages saying like how do you come up with ideas for x you know <clears throat> Yeah. The idea, the idea can be any of those things you just said, Steve. The idea can be the topic. The idea can be the subject matter. The idea can be the ingredients, the theme. Um, <clears throat> so I think it's a really helpful conversation to say that the inspiration doesn't have to be about I don't know what to make. You can make the same thing but tell a different story. Like here, I'm making, you know, skewers, but I'm actually talking about the principles of heat control. Here I'm making skewers, but I'm talking about batch making. Here I'm making skewers, but I'm talking about the type of steel we'll use. So, you know, it 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 broadens the the the, 
the, the opportunity and the possibility without having to know everything, without having to do new things. So I think I think it's a really yeah um, valuable skill set. Yeah, um, it's, yeah. I suppose that, that's the thing. Is it? It's not necessary that when you're when you're deciding about a video, it's not necessarily the topic that um, like that. That's not necessarily the central feature. It can just be the framework that you build the video around. So you know, it it can be that. Right, I just want to make a, a maker adventure video. It can be mm. I just want to make a, a video about making an axe. It can be I just want to make a video about cooking steak or doing whatever and then build the 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 rest of the video around that. But that, that to me is where the richness lies in, in you guys' content because ninety fucking nine percent of YouTube is just the topic. Like mm. un unboxing a vintage Atari from a landfill or something, and that's it. Yeah, they've got the. They've, it's one dimensional. The the, the 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 title of the video and the thumbnail of the video is the thing that the video is about. Yeah, and the format every week is the same. There's nothing different. And I know that's you know that's the kind of comfort zone of YouTube is that people know what to expect. Yeah. Um. But the majority of things on YouTube are exactly what it says on the tin. There's no other dimension to it. The the topic is the one thing in it, and that's it. Yeah. Um, whereas I think to what you've just said and the value in it and the, the the facets of everything else that goes into it is what makes it interesting and keeps it fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I think my favorite example of what the topic would be, <laughs> Al, your video where you made the, <clears throat> the nachos. Is right. that what it was? <clears throat> Around... Yeah, when you were yeah, talking yeah. about Bourdain and telling the story, um, yeah, that was a topical build yeah. or topical yeah, yeah, video because it had just recently happened. Like you were kind of telling the story of his influence, or at least that you, you know, were recognizing something topical. Yeah. You just happened to be making food while you were doing it because it was something that he used to yeah, do. I could have been doing anything. Yeah. In, exactly you know, the reason yeah yeah but because it wasn't much of a stretch it's like if if you knew of or you were a fan of Bourdain then you're watching Al tell his story or his thoughts and feelings about it while having a connection with food because mm -hmm. that was the connection or that was a connection you both shared right a passion for food um you know this one-dimensional example that you were talking about you know with these these kind of cookie cutter YouTube videos where the title and the thumbnail is exactly what the thing is and no variation within. Which, don't get me wrong, can be fantastic. If I want to know how to strip apart an 18 to 55 mil uh, kit lens, <laughs> that's perfect for me because this <laughs> yeah, is exactly I want, what I don't I want, want fancy animations exactly in a story and exactly. in, a, in a fairy costume. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, I, I, you know, it becomes kind of an opinion at that point. Like, why why do i like a video like that versus a normal cooking video or why has that's what i reckon become one of my favorite channels now <laughs> you know it's it's so silly where even based on his thumbnail it's not like a you know a beauty shot of whatever the final piece is it's just him and then whatever the title is underneath so that's kind of against the tradition that youtube has has created but I like his approach. I kind of like the personality behind it. So I know but again, his, his topic to... is his topic is stop buying processed food. The topic yes. is not here's our cook macaroni cheese. The topic is you, we can all do so, better. Right. Here's a question for you then. Um, does the topic matter or is it the way in which it's presented? Ooh. Because Ooh. you're not watching Nat's uh, what I reckon because he's talking about processed food. You're watching it because it's, it's funny as fuck. Like, and, you know, I, I'm not watching uh, Al's videos because <clears throat> I want a lesson on Anthony Bourdain and whatever. I'm watching it because Al's videos are generally very entertaining. But, you know, th it's the fact that it's like, oh, shit, I didn't even realize I was... It's that, that kind of, like, surprise education of, like, oh, shit, I, I didn't realize I was going to learn stuff whilst I was watching this. Yeah, um, but that's, that's where my mom... 
That's where my mom always said the the good middle ground was like if you can keep people interested and then they learn by proxy, yeah, by association. That's when you know you've been victorious in your approach. You know, she was an educator for thirty years, and the problem she was constantly trying to solve is how do you keep people interested or entertained? So coming up with fun ideas to show, you know, the quadratic equation, like (laughs) no one in high school, especially no one really gives a shit about what the equations are, how they were created or what they mean. They just know that they use them on this sheet of problems. They put it to use and then hopefully turn in the paper and get a decent grade. Like there's no retention of any of that stuff. Yeah. So the idea that you're able to create a video where you go, oh, also you learned something while you were watching this is is something I strive for, regardless of the topic, which I know is what we're talking about. I I will always want somebody to learn something or have a little bit of a takeaway from it. So I'm constantly looking for those moments of capturing capturing my moment where I solve something on the fly or when I have an idea and then actually achieve said idea again, the, uh, in this Amblestein video, which I know is a bad example because it's not even out yet, but I was trying to figure out how to make this wheel or how to make it roll or how to do this handle situation. It's not rocket science on how I get there, (laughs) but I'm really hoping that within the video, the topic is like, I'm building this with minimal tools to hold a heavy anvil. Like, I don't know what the topic even is, <laughs> but I want to make sure I want to make sure that anybody that's following me or watches this video is realizes that I did it with minimal tooling and just some scrap bits that were sitting around. Yeah. And, and I don't even know what that says to anybody. Like, how is somebody going to interpret whatever this topic is, this nebulous topic. If you're just going, I want to see a different way that an anvil stain is built. I don't know. <laughs> like, is there anything for you to take away from this? What is the, what is my topic? I, th- Setting I, up think, a black I think area? kind of touched on that last week when there was, there was a question about um, trolling. Um, and it's about trolling. Like, oh, trolling. Sorry, trolling. Sorry. Trolling. <laughs> that was, that was me being dumb, not you. Um, a troll, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's about expectations. So, the almost like the the viewer decides what the topic is. Hmm. You know, if 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 I'm watching a video of some idiot making a suit of armor from a TV show, it's up to me to decide whether it's I'm watching it because I like the TV show, or I'm I'm watching it because I like the idiot, or I'm watching it because I like armor. You know what I mean? It's like the the almost but- the person the I was just going to say, like, but then I'm not sure if that's entirely right, because to me, the, the topic is like, so uh, Jay Foreman, for example, all of his videos are, you know, they're, they're about maps. They're about the London underground. They're about weird hidden things in mm-hmm. London. And like I started watching Jay Foreman videos because I was uh, when I was still working at Just Eat and I was sat there to for two hours with fuck all to do <laughs> at, at like gone midnight so i'd be like oh fuck it i'll just watch some youtube videos whilst i wait for the time to tick down sort of thing um and one of his videos was titled uh uh like hidden london and it was random things that were um uh hidden around like like random things like uh old buildings and shit anyway um like the 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 topic the sub the subject matter, the, t- the the topic that it's displayed, like the, the title of it, um, was about uh, oh, but like it, it wasn't a particularly interesting looking thing. It was just like, oh, this will kill a couple of hours, <laughs> a couple of minutes sort of thing. Um, and clicked on it and started watching it. Now I watch his videos because I know because of the way he presents it and, yeah. um, and his personality and everything, it's really good fun. It's really funny. But the topic is, is always... The thing that he's talking about right yeah so so then so by that logic the topic is not that important yeah so right because it takes me back to the other night steve when you were asking me about the alien franchise yeah 
because we went two minutes without talking about movies there. Um, <laughs> and I've had conversations with people who are like, oh, I don't like, I've not seen any of the aliens. It's that sci-fi nonsense, isn't it? Yeah. I'm like, no, not in the slightest. The, the movie Alien is a horror movie. The movie Aliens is a war film. Alien 3 is like a human drama. And yeah. Alien Resurrection is a shitty, like, 90s action film. The fact that they all have a recurring character, and I'm not talking about Sigourney Weaver, um, is by the by. Like, if you're telling yeah. me you don't like horror films, yeah. the, fact that, mean, it, the but... fact that Alien has an alien is not the point. The fact that yeah. Alien 2, it could just be a, a Vietnam movie. You know, Alien 3 could be some gritty British prison drama, like Scum. Yeah. You're like, yeah. So the the topic is not alien, even though that's the title of the film, and that's what the whole franchise is kind of leaning on. Yeah, they're, they're entirely different films. I mean, yeah. that's this is quite that's quite unique for a, a saga of films. Usually, it's just rinse and repeat. But mm-hmm. well, I was going to say that there is uh, there's a theory that the half the reason for the success of the um, the Marvel films and half the reason that they uh, that people still watch and still enjoy them so much mm. is because yes, they're they're centralized around um, like the the same group of characters in the same yeah. universe. But you know, one's a heist film, one's a this yeah, film, yeah. one's a war film, one's a sci-fi. Like it's it's about going beyond those those genres. And I think that's kind of one of the the interesting things is the the topic, as in the subject matter, the the title of the video or the film or whatever doesn't dictate everything around it i think that's what a lot of people get kind of hung Mm. up on is the fact that it's it's not um how can i make this video about uh restoring a hovering lawnmower be (laughs) interesting it just (laughs) happened that that was uh uh, but like it had to be eric yeah it's like it's that that thought of they don't they don't think um oh well it's it's about a serious topic therefore i've got to be serious Mm -hmm. like and it no, you don't. You can you can have a, a serious restoration and still act like a dick and insert giant jars of Nutella for no apparent reason. Like <laughs> it, you know, you, you add personality to that topic. I think that's what it is. Is a topic itself. It's a very sterile thing, um, and and you add enjoyment and you add watchability to something by including or listenability in in the terms of in terms of like podcasts and stuff. Um, but I'd, I'd also add, I'd also add, I think the personality is super important, but I'd also add, like, not a twist, but like, what's your take on it? What's different? Yeah, yeah, about, yeah. What's different about your shop tour than the last seven million I've just seen? Yeah, exactly. Because you've all got the same tools and essentially yeah. the same layout. So unless yeah. you've done something super crazy wacky, I ain't going to watch it. Yeah. Um, I'll watch it because you're my friend and I'm interested. I want to see you, but yeah. that doesn't need to be in the context of a shop tour. So what are you going to do that's different? Yeah. Um, to add that, like you said, the personality. Yeah. And I, I think it's like, there, there are so many ways that you can, you can add that in. You can, you know, you can add it in by having a really cinematic um, videography yeah. style. You can add it like in. Like a Jacko shop tour would probably be like yeah. <laughs> Prometheus. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I fucking love watching Jacko's films and it doesn't yeah. matter what he's talking about. Like, even just his vlogs yeah. because of the way that he shoots and films it. Um, I shoot and edit is it but like you know it, it can be um like really good cinematography it can be little jokes it can be like a really dry sense of humor it can be that you know you're doing it against the clock or you know whatever it is like i mean try, you, try explaining this old tony to someone who's not seen this old tony yeah yeah oh it's about um he just makes something square for an hour yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that that like that again. It kind of comes back to what we were saying earlier on. Like the the topic does not dictate everything else about a a how a video or how a podcast or how a you know a a fucking uh, essay should be. Like Ooh, I've, I've 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 written essays. Um, I know, right? <laughs> I've I've written essays and papers on stuff before, and like even a fucking CV. Like I, I remember um uh I was employing someone fucking years and years ago for um for a, a job and I'd seen countless CVs and they all the same. It was all I went to college, 
I studied this. <laughs> I did this. I'm like, great. I don't. I don't care. We know that's and, why you uh, ended up applying for this job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, and I had this one CV, and it because it was like a, a for a, a corporate a corporate company, um, and it uh, it had like pre. Uh, I have to say predestined, that's not the word, like predefined blocks, um, like education, this, that, and the other. And uh, in each one, he said, doesn't matter, doesn't matter, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. And then <laughs> at the bottom, there was just, I think it was actually on the other side, there was just a paragraph about who he was, what he was doing, um, why he thought he should get the job, uh, why he thought that the um, like the previous experience in education shouldn't matter and, and all of this. And that was the thing that set him apart. That was what made me go, all right, th that's enough for me to want to interview this guy. Um, and like I say, I think getting bogged down in uh, just because it's it's on a topic or it's about a thing, like you can still, th that doesn't define how you do it. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Al, Al, from a designer standpoint, mm. I don't think a business card is is necessarily meant to discuss a topic or bring up a topic of conversation but you've probably seen the business cards or or design school students where the idea is to like deliver the information that is necessary to the person that you're giving it to mm. right so i don't even know what you would define the topic as but i love that as an exercise for people to i don't know put their personality on it or yeah. or add something with a little bit of flair i've obviously i've seen uh, a few students in my younger years i would see people in like industrial design school that would have a business card but everything was die cut to where it would pull apart and then become yeah. something else or like build a structure i saw somebody do a phone stand you know, and they're like, oh, but now my business card is always apparent every time they use my phone stand. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to use your dumb phone stand, but that's a brilliant idea. So yeah. what's the topic? It, can you use something as simple or as recognizable as a business card and say that you can either expand on the topic or does it have a topic? And in that single delivery of a piece of paper, effectively... Yeah. How do you get across everything that you want to get across, Steve? So, I I know that you've just asked Al that question, but there's... no, 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 take it, man, take it, go for it. But uh, the first thing I want to say is, if you're going to talk about business cards and stuff like that, then you should definitely go and watch that channel that I spiffed ages ago. Uh, fine press, a, a, a fine, fine press, press. Mm -hmm. yeah, a fine press, um, because he, the way he talks on that subject is really, really interesting. <laughs> um, but uh, to put that in something that's maybe a little bit more relatable to um, what we're doing, I I was messaging Al earlier on because I needed to put a thumbnail together for the latest video. And you think about it, a thumbnail is essentially just a business card for that video. Um, and it's really hard to pick a single image um, with a very small amount of text that shows not only the topic, but the way in which it's presented like how do i show that uh this is about an item but not just about the item about the process of making it about batch production about um everything else like i managed to get a little bit of that in by doing um but but now i chose because there was multiple pieces uh or multiple finished pieces there there was some forging in it because it was hot and everything else mm. but i couldn't also get in the fact that it's not just about that it's about the food as well so you know, i was trying to shoehorn in some um uh some lots of the skewers being used but we, i just couldn't make it work it didn't look right and granted i didn't really leave myself enough time to do it but uh, it's i think that's that's what a, a thumbnail is it's a business card for your video like it's a really difficult way of of um portraying like i say the, the the subject the topic the um the personality behind it the way it's out and any other um aspects to it because so many of our videos and so many things that we do have multiple um facets and a thumbnail or a business card you only get to present that one so with, with a business card like if yeah, you know, for al for example yeah you know, he's going to want a business card that shows not only he is fucking good 
good at what he does. He's really good at design. He can he can take your uh, very professional brand and show it um, in a really um, unique and interesting way. He can he can work to what your brand does, but also he's mad as a fish and you know likes doing things that are a bit. You've never heard mad as a fish? Uh, but yeah, he, he likes doing things that are a little bit off the wall sort of thing. Like it's, yeah, I, I, I don't really have an answer for it. I just wanted to expand on the fact. No, that, that, that was an answer because you, you kind of proved the point. It's like it, it can't do everything. It's like a movie poster. If you end up with a movie poster yeah. that tries to tell the whole story of the film and show all the characters in the film photoshopped badly in on top of yeah. like John Travolta's face, like it's going to be a car crash and you're not going to be able to yeah. understand. And it doesn't, it's not, the the clarity of message is lost yeah. um and it's the same thing with business cards like why are you putting a fucking like postal address on that <laughs> why are you putting a website on that like what is yeah. it that you what is the purpose of that business card it's not yeah. a history of the company like what why are you just putting the default information that you've been that you've seen on other business cards and, and business card templates in fucking Microsoft Publisher? That's what you think has to go on the business card. Yeah, it's like to Brett's point. No, the most compelling thing you could do is stand out by doing something different, or make it about the thing that you do. So there's an yeah. association. Why you've got a business card at all? Yeah, like oh, I'm going to my business with my business suit and my, my business portfolio and my Rolodex. It's like, no, it's not 1982 anymore. I'm not a bank manager. <laughs> like, if you're a, a metal worker, your business card should be a nail. Yeah. Where did you get that nail from fucking, oh, what, what are the chances it's got a fucking touch mark on it? Yeah. <laughs> That's I, all the I business card say, you need. Yeah, my, my business card now <laughs> is uh, it's my touch mark stamped into... A bit of flat steel with a hole drilled through it uh, as a keychain, and that's yeah. that's it. That's that's what I use as my business card. So it's like in, it's it, like intent is really important. Like we've talked about like context and expectations, but like intent is super important as well. Like what we we've chosen this we've chosen this 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 topic because it's something we really wanted to. I think I think with most topics like most weeks, it's something we want to find out about while we yeah. discuss it. We're not talking about something for an hour because we know loads about it. Otherwise, we'd just talk about sandwiches for an hour. Yay. <laughs> we talk about things because we don't know about it and we want to find out about it. So the yeah. topic is finding out about topics. <laughs> well, yeah, all this is all this is showing me is that, um, you know, at least for myself, I, I may have a build idea in mind and, you know, start filming it, start building it. But mm. I, I don't know that I really know the topic. Also, you Ever. can do a fuckload in the edit. That's, that's true. <laughs> Think about Just it. Just it. Just get the B-roll. Do a voiceover. Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said for good editors being able to create a story or tell you the topic. Yeah. Well, like a documentary. Like a lot of documentaries, are just we, we just went there and filmed. We had no idea that he was going to be this like... Yes. Uh, murder for hire tiger king. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we were just filming a documentary about a zoo. Well, but you know we're here having this discussion and it's only it's only making me more aware that i don't think i really get stuck on what the topic is i i guess what i'm saying is i never look for a topic first mm. before i start doing the thing yeah so clearly it's it's lower tier priority than either the build or the materials or the theme of the video or whatever it is topic is far down on that list and i don't know See, that was super apparent to me before this conversation but is that something i should work on like should i, know, should I, I try no, and develop I, a topic? no i don't think so because what's come apparent to me for this conversation with your uh, mic holder is <laughs> that it doesn't always have to be the the the, the subject of your attention so yeah. so just taking youtube videos for an example but it could be projects it could be anything um one week it might be the topic that's important one week it might be the medium that's important one week it might be the technique that's important hmm. so it's not that every time you have to think of a medium or every time you have to think of a technique or every time you think of a topic they can interchange so like what am i going to eat tonight it might be dictated by what's in the fridge or it might be dictated be dictated by 
how much time you've got. It might be dictated by what cravings you have. So it's not the same thing every time. And I think that's what I've learned from this is that your judgment criteria are different each time. So the topic isn't always the topic. Yeah. Cause I, we were, um, we were talking about podcasts the other day. Um, so me and, uh, Al poll, um, we're talking about podcasts the other day and, um, and weirdly enough, I've only just, just realized this. He kind of asked like, well, yeah, but what do you guys actually talk about? Like, you know, <laughs> are you, are you trying to educate me? Are you trying to, I was like, no, we just, we just talk bollocks for an hour. And it was like, well, how, how do you know what to, what to talk about? I was like, well, we have a kind of a general topic, but we, we go uh, off of that almost instantly most weeks. Mm. And, um, and like when, when I first uh, like, had the idea of setting up a podcast it wasn't because there was a specific thing that i wanted to talk about the the topic um was nothing more than just a a different perspective on the maker community um and i think like the that topic has has changed quite a lot um but well actually no that kind of core core topic is still there it's just it's also been influenced and taken over by a bunch of other things and <laughs> and we, we yeah we we have um different chats all the time about different um subjects different topics different whatever but i think at the core of it, it is still kind of a a different take or our take on it whether that's different or not is not really for me to get to decide i suppose but but yeah i think i think it, it's it's a really interesting thing about how um how you define the what a topic is and how important you think it is because for me like I say when we were filming the uh the the skewer film like that was that's the subject matter that's not necessarily the topic because this you know the subject was um uh was very much um the skewers but like I'll point it out like the the topic was batch production um and I think a lot of people get kind of I think I think people uh, I think we've all kind of I came here to watch a video how to make a skewer and yeah. you didn't show me every step. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's the thing is like people get so fucking hung up on that and and when people are making like videos, writing essays, recording podcasts, whatever, they get really hung up on the idea of sticking to the topic and I don't I don't think you need to stick to the topic. I think we don't stick to the topic and we're fucking spiffing. <laughs> Uh, Al, have you got an order? Yeah, it's ASB. ASB, which like means you're first. Oh, fuck. Didn't think that's yeah. it, No, you didn't. And I'm not cutting this bit out, so you, you need to start talking rather than... All right. Well, you didn't say, okay, so cool, so I didn't get my cue. Um, psych! So this is a, this is a speed... This is I, I heard I start. Ah, it won't shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Don't press um, play. Fuck. I didn't press play. It's YouTube autoplay. Um, I kind of stole this from Raz, uh, but it says him right because he's a dirty little thief. Um, it he Raz posted uh, uh, a burger YouTube video after last week's conversation. Because I think you got everyone's burger juices flowing, um, pun intended. Because it was a rather juicy burger, um, but it was from a guy called George Mott, who I'd never heard of, um, and it's on the First We Feast channel. So if you've seen like uh, the Hot Wings Challenge Show, whatever it's called, Hot yeah. Ones, um, which I enjoy, but there's loads of shows on that channel. Um, it's very formulaic, but the burger. It's like a burger show, and it just looks fucking amazing. I think he's called the Burger Scholar. Um, this is job title, um, and he's just discusses different kinds of burgers and different places to go and get burgers and what makes burgers great. Um, the first one in the video Raz posted was like double dipped in broth. Brett, after our last conversation about soggy burgers, um, mm. I didn't quite get it, but I'm going to give it a chance. Um, but yeah, it was like a masterclass in burgery. And it just makes you hungry. So <laughs> his name is George Motts. And I think the show is called The Burger Show, which is a great name for a show. 
<laughs> or the burger yeah. the burger scholar it is called the burger scholar um and it's on the first three feast channel so you kind of need to navigate a little bit because there's loads of different shows on that channel um but check it out because he's just wacky he's like old school like tv wacky which i love nice because um, he's just like an old beardy hairy dude who looks like someone from the Muppet <laughs> show brilliant check it out and then get hungry nice uh i am next and i i i, I was gonna spiff two people this week one of them you can't, um, we can't not, you know, no, I'm, I'm just gonna say like the other one i'm not gonna spiff because i realized that it's about uh it's like a really, really nerdy diesel uh, mechanic guy. And I was only going to spiff him because me and Jim from Wayne. Jim, Wayne. I was going to say, is it Jim? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just ended up having like a really in-depth conversation about it all. And, uh, and then realized that nobody else would care. Um, so instead, I'm going to spiff someone that Kel put me onto, um, which, as it turns out, I've actually watched a load of his videos uh, before. I just didn't ever sub. Um and it's uh, Viratassium. Uh, he's got 7 million subscribers, so lots of people know who he is. Um, and I, it, it's quite a good kind of subject one, because or topic one, because he he talks about the topic. Uh, the video that um, I was particularly interested in is the fact that uh, it's, uh, is America actually metric? Um, and it just talks about the fact that um, all of like the American weights are taken from a... A metric standard converted oh. into uh like imperial and then converted back into a metric standard for the rest of the world um so yeah it's converted twice so technically uh america is metric um but yeah lots of well, good... it's french <laughs> uh lots of good videos on kind of cool interesting topics um really good kind of um just fun, interesting shit. Uh, like I said, there's a goes back to what we were saying earlier on. Like, there's a lot of stuff on there that, um, on the the front of it, like the the topic on its own, could easily be quite a boring, stagnant topic. But the way he presents it is is interesting. Um, mm. So yeah, Veritasium, go and check him out. Mm. Brett. Yes. Well, mine will be quite short, but topical ish. Uh, based on what we talked about in today's episode, I have to appreciate Torbjorn Aman, which is a respiff, but he's he's a super talented blacksmith, and he clearly does, I mean, fantastic work, <laughs> but also chooses his own topic. Like it, it doesn't have to revolve around blacksmithing all the time. He. He just does whatever he wants. And his most recent video is making rhubarb lemonade. <laughs> and I watched it and it was super relaxing. And he's he's got enough of his own quirky personality. He's very quiet. Um, I, I like that someone who has the following that he does, that has the talent that he does. He makes amazing videos that I learn a lot from. And then suddenly just goes, I'm going to make lemonade and film it. <laughs> I feel like most people, maybe Joe Garnett, would say that this is off-topic for a channel for like his, but I have to appreciate something like that. It, it gives me a little bit more insight into the person. Given everything that's going on right now, it's kind of nice to know that this this blacksmith that puts a lot of work into his videos just put the same amount of work into making a drink. Yeah. It's nice. No, it's it's nice. just nice. Go watch yeah. it again. It's very relaxing. It's cool. Yeah. And and to be fair, let's like say a lot of his uh, his more kind of on topic uh, videos are really good as well. So <laughs> yeah. yes, always worth a quick look. Uh, oh, he's actually got a video on how to pronounce his name as well. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think I've watched <laughs> it and I still can't pronounce it. Um, yeah. Uh, any other business? Uh, yes. If you get a chance, go check out the Redsmiths website which is http colon forward slash forward slash www.theredsmith.com um, because he has just recently released his first uh, patterns for sale. So he's actually Ooh. released the leather patterns for you to make your own 
uh, awesome cowboy hat, which he made in one of his uh, recent videos. Um, and I thought, hope it's going to be a start of lots of plans from Red um, going forward. So, yeah, go check it out. Nice. Uh, anybody? Any, any, uh, Brett, anything from you? Nah. Cool. Uh, I only have one other bit of AOB, and it's essentially just another spiff. Uh, but if I put it in AOB, Al can't have a go at me. Um, it's true. <laughs> uh, Diplomatic immunity. Exactly. Um, go and watch uh, the NPR Tiny Desk concerts. I know I've actually spiffed them before, but they're just really fucking good. And you can put them on as a playlist, and they just make you feel better. <laughs> um, so yeah, go go check out uh, that. Uh, right. If you want to get hold of us, you can find us in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at Moonshine Metalworks. You can find Brett at Skull and Spade 13. And you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. Pop Shack! Exactly. I put an extra Brett. little kind of bit of... Th thanks, Brett. Uh, an extra little bit of... Uh, <laughs> Emphasis on the R then, just for uh, Mr. Fedder, um, who <laughs> every time he says Brett, he he has to roll the R's now. It's brilliant. Um, but yeah, uh, we love you all. Um, we'll see you later, I guess. Bye! Bye. Ooh. Ooh.